Welcome to Null Pointers. We are your hosts, Stephen, Mark, and Gerald. And today we will be talking about .NET MAUI and what that means for you as a mobile developer. Finally! So before we dive into the future of Xamarin, we may need to make some time to dive into what we currently have. And last Friday, we all attended, or at least partly attended, the Xamarin Expert Day. We didn't attend in person, obviously, because of all the things happening in the world. It was a fully virtual conference all about Xamarin. Gerald is partly responsible for organizing it. In this case, I will take responsibility because it went all right. So, Ah, that's, <laughs> that's how that works. Mm -hmm. So how did you, how did you feel? The, f the first online big full day conference? Ah, oh, well, I've already mentioned it a couple of times. I written, uh, I've written a little blog post about it. Um, I already posted some tweets about it. And, you know, I, I was really, I was, I was at the, at the break of just dropping the whole thing, not doing it. Uh, because, well, I, I feel a big part of the exam expert. You've been there for a couple of years. Um, and it, I've you been know, there it, a few times. Yeah, so a few times, Mark as well. Um, mm -hmm. And a big part of it is the connection there with with the people, right? So the hallway track, as they call it. So the the talking to people outside of the sessions um, about the actual sessions or just about some general nonsense. Um, and that's a big part of the exam expert day, I feel. At least that's that's one of the things that I really liked about it. And also for last year, that was the first year actually that I attended like the dinner on the night before. Um, I think um, a couple of people have done that in uh, for all the years basically. Um, but you know, so, and I felt like the people by now, uh, we've been going on for six months now with the whole COVID thing, um, uh, and everything went virtual. So there is a big overload of like all the content, all the, the big conferences are putting it online now. Watching, I didn't really feel like this was going to be, um, the thing we needed to do. Um, and, um, yeah, so the other organizers, uh, Carrie, um, um, Glenn and uh, Tobias, they said, like, we still want to do this. So, Gerald, if you don't want to do this or you can't, uh, we totally understand. No, per uh, no, no worries. Um, but we still want to do it. And I was like, you know, I'm not going to give up yet. Let's just continue planning. I have a few ideas. Um, so I can at least, you know, I've always been responsible for the website. So I updated the things there. Um, and, you know, as we were planning this, we got through it and on the day itself, it was, it was pretty amazing. It was pretty good. So I'm really happy that, uh, we pulled through that we did it and, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. I, uh, I attended it as a, both a guest and a moderator for the chat. I saw pretty much everything. I did have some meetings during the day, so I, I had to tune out for a bit, but most of it was pretty good actually. And I, I don't think there were big technical hitches which is already quite an achievement on itself mm -hmm. so kudos for that yeah so friday morning for me was like i usually always have a few meetings there and uh, then people took opportunity of the afternoon to have some more meetings with me so unfortunately i i totally missed out on the event i really wanted to make the afternoon happen but I think that's the thing with virtual events. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how that is for you, Gerald, but I mean, for me, it's like, I always think like, oh yeah, yeah, virtual event, really great. I'll just squeeze it in. And then the day just 
squeezes the sessions out again, so to speak. You don't think I can just watch the recordings. And then there's so many great recordings right now floating around. So yeah, it's it's tough. But speaking about great recordings, I actually managed to view quite a few of the sessions that happened during the day. And uh, so Gerald, he put them all nicely cut together for you, searchable, indexable on YouTube. So if you missed out on the sessions like I did, or you just hear now the first time that that event actually went down, I really recommend you checking out Gerald's YouTube channel where all the sessions are there or they are still being uploaded. Gerald? No, they're all there. They're all there. There's one by David Ortnow, who is also talking about um, what we are going to talk about, uh, .NET MAUI. And there's a little bit more of a deep dive session by Glancy where he goes into like the uh, .NET MAUI um, MVU stuff. So we'll be talking about that. Don't, don't go check it out right now. Just finish listening to this podcast first. I mean, we are the experts. We are going to tell you how it is. What do they know? Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's other sessions as well about all kinds of things. Uh, we had Conrad Mueller talking about drawing uh, UI things uh, with, with Xamarin Forms. Uh, we had some mobile DevOps by Dan Siegel, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm forgetting people now, so I should be. Yeah, you even you even had chatbots by Kadrina, no? Exactly, exactly. So, a variety of topics. You can watch them on my YouTube channel. Go check it out right after this podcast and subscribe. So this this whole Maui thing, it uh, it came to be, or at least it it became publicly known somewhere last build, if I'm not mistaken. And it's the successor of Xamarin Forms, heavily inspired by Xamarin Forms, but also sort of an opportunity to completely rework some of the decisions that were made along the way. Xamarin Forms obviously has been around for, I don't know, six, seven years maybe. Um, And as soon as people actually start to use that in production, breaking changes becomes a lot harder to pull off, obviously especially if you have big enterprise customers as Xamarin Forms does have. So this this kind of presents them uh, with a fresh opportunity to reinvent their own wheel, so to say. And Xamarin Forms itself has gone on to version 5.0, which is the last big version that that's going to get. So that's gone into bug fixing mode. Basically, no new features will be added. Every piece of effort is going towards MAUI. So what you guys both were around for that build announcement i suppose yeah i was there um i i must say i'm, I'm quite excited about maui um one one thing is you mentioned uh, or i think we'll go into this a bit later but uh, another aspect that i really like about it is, is xamarin was always i mean since since it was bought from microsoft it was you had like dotnet and xamarin and with the change to maui we will not only get a, a refreshment of the xamarin forms platform and the xamarin platform with some really great new additions but it also is moving now into the dotnet ecospace so it's a bit like dotnet uh, asp.net uh, so if you're developing now for a, a native platform or you're writing a native client, it's just uh, Maui will be your uh, logical choice, the multi-platform application UI. Multi-application, multi, yeah, I th- yeah, I think you're correct. Multi-platform I, I don't know if the platform is in there. I don't know, but yeah, multi- don't uh, Maui. Well, yeah, <laughs> let's just keep it at that. I think yeah. multi-platform <laughs> is one word in this. One uh, word. Yeah, so... Well, you know, it's just it's just convenient to just choose the M and the A. Um, so yeah, that's that's. I mean, you said all true things, and they like to have this uh, play with um, it. 
dotnet maui is the um the evolution of xamarin forms because if you've been around long enough then you might know about the the xamarin conferences uh from before it was acquired by microsoft which were named evolve um and everyone was really um really happy with with those conferences um so you know that's uh that's a nice pun that they want to have with that uh, but yeah it's it's like you said mark like they're going to move this um, into the the .NET namespace, so it's not going to be .NET five; it's going to be .NET six. Um, but basically, it's it's going to be like the one .NET we've we've talked a little bit about it before, uh, where it doesn't matter like what platforms you're targeting. Uh, you can do uh, iOS, Android. You can do web. You can do um, Linux. You can do whatever, um, and it's all going to be in .NET six. And I think this shows commitment from Microsoft. Um, that um, Xamarin is not dead, and um, it will be a, a first-class citizen of the uh, .NET ecosystem. Not only will it be a first-class citizen, I mean, they have a great list of stuff that they want to be focusing on. Uh, I think uh, David even mentioned this list uh, during his talk, uh, which you can later check out and we'll put into the show notes. Uh, so one one area that has always been a bit of a topic, uh, if you've been around for a while in Xamarin Forms, is quality. And while the team has greatly improved the quality, they they want to go even further here. So they want to raise the quality of the platform, and uh, they also will reorganize the platform, the the project structure. So of Maui itself. So if you Maui will be an open source project. So if you're a contributor or you plan to or a maintainer and you plan to add new features these are great uh, news in my opinion yeah so they i think they already did this so um i'm i'm going to fast forward here a little bit because the dotnet maui repository is already up there um, i think they had a little change of direction so steven you already mentioned it's going to be heavily inspired by xamarin form so the initial idea was even to um, just take the Xamarin Forms repository. I think they did that. I'm not sure if they if that's still like the base. Uh, and they just did a copy paste to a new repository called it .NET uh, Maui and um, start working from there. But I think the plans have changed a little bit and they're going to rewrite the whole thing basically. Um, and together with that, like Mark mentioned, it's going to be a much simpler um, project structure, solution structure, because um, if you have maybe attempted or even contributed to Xamarin Forms, you know that it's a big project, a big solution, um, where it's easily to get lost and and not know um, where to find what or uh, how to implement things. So that's something that's going to happen. Um, and yeah, with the whole rewrite thing, you know, they're just going to take the um, learnings that they have from that six, seven years in Xamarin Forms. Uh, they now know what works, what doesn't work. Um, and they're going to uh, incorporate all that knowledge into .NET MAUI. And it will be much more performant. It will be amazing. It will be epic. So all will be good. That sounds great. Let's let's hope that uh, that happens pretty soon. So what, what I also, in, in the talks that Clancy did and... Uh, David also, they they mentioned renderers quite a lot. So for people unfamiliar with that, renderers basically are the the pieces of code that render your entries or your um, your labels or pretty much any control based on the platform that you're running it on. And people seem to be quite against renderers. I'm, I'm not quite sure why, because I personally don't have that much of an issue with them. I think it's mainly because of performance. How do you guys feel about these these render things? 
speaking for performance renderers, they are like the the glue code that binds the uh, native platform into the Xamarin Forms world. Given that that is the key part running those systems, I mean, there is some performance to be made there. Another aspect that uh, I really liked, which was demoed quite a few times, is how much easier it will become in .NET MAUI to write such renderers or such custom, yeah, such customization features which rely on native controls that you can then use in the Xamarin Form space. And given those two aspects, which I've seen, I think uh, I really like what they're doing right now in Maui. Another part where they are currently focusing a lot of their focus on is, is performance in general. And I think it's uh, especially like Android. So they have now said quite a few times that they want to improve the performance on Android apps. And they want to bring the average startup time of a Xamarin Forms app or a .NET Maui app, I still have to get used to the new name, uh, down to under 1,000 milliseconds. So startup time should be quicker than one second. I mean, of course, a lot of this performance is still in the hands of the app developer. I mean, if you put a sleep of five seconds into your startup code, guess what? Your app will take a bit longer than one second to load. But other than that, they want to take the framework aspects out of that uh, process. And there, there are also these renderers, I think, come into play that they uh, no longer have to, during startup, start to collect them. But they were already during compile time. They can uh, analyze the code good enough to improve that startup behavior. Yeah, absolutely. So the the renders we've we've mentioned them a couple of times now. That's really the essential part here, right? So that is um, like forms took the um, um, took the paradigm of um, when it started out, at least that everything should look and feel as it uh, should on on that platform that you're running on, right? So you define a button, and that button will look like how it should look on iOS and how it should look on Android. So the renderers will take the abstract version of that button and it will um, translate that and apply all the, the Xamarin forms properties um, and translate those to the, the native properties that uh, correspond with that. And that's how that works. Um, so yeah, this this means that uh, it has to go through all the XAML or the C-sharp code that you're writing, then do all the translation and uh, put all the pieces together and uh, make it look nice as as, uh, as it should on, on that platform. So um, yeah, they, they started out doing that, um, going down one path and uh, for some things that might not have been the best paths in, in retrospect. Um, so yeah, again, they're going to take all these learnings. And uh, the reason that they didn't really uh, change that until now is uh, what Stephen mentioned, like with the, the breaking changes, they um, um, yeah wanted to make sure that they had those um, as at, as least as possible. So um, yeah, they have the opportunity now to start fresh and um, um, start doing that. So to be honest, I'm not entirely in the loop anymore with... Um, all the details, how they're planning to do this. Uh, but yeah, they've set some nice goals on the performance and the quality, and they have some pretty good ideas on um, how to solve all the things that um, are big complaints right now. So um, yeah, let's see. Yeah, and this is this is coming to most of the platforms that we know and love. So, so Android, iOS, macOS, Windows. Um, and from what I've heard, they're obviously striving to make some sort of feature parity happen. So you're not going to lose stuff that you have right now um, just using Xamarin Forms. 
yeah, that's I think that's something very, very important that a lot of people um, do not know right now. So it it yes, it will be rewritten. Yes, it will be an entirely new product, basically. Uh, but it will still have like the same idea, the same concept and everything that you know today about forms. So maybe you're just starting with forms, looking into it and you're worried that, you know, everything I'm learning right now will be useless in uh, one year, maybe two years. That is not true. Every investment that you make today um, will still be valuable with .NET MAUI because uh, we are using XAML now. XAML will still be there. We're using MVVM now. MVVM is still an option with .NET MAUI. Um, will there be some changes in the syntax? Probably. Will there be some breaking changes with uh, apps that you have right now? Certainly. But um, it's it, 90% of the knowledge that you have right now uh, will be applicable to .NET MAUI as well. So uh, that's just something that I want to put out there um, right now. Don't have any doubt in your mind. Start looking into forms, start working with it, and um, you will you will be able to apply all that knowledge with, with .NET MAUI as well. Yeah, and they also said that they will look for, to have migration paths for existing apps. So there is actually no reason why you should now put your app plans on hold until Maui is there. So I think that's also a great reassurance that the team has given there. Another thing that you mentioned it before, the platforms that will be supported with Maui. Uh, I think the new platform that will now be officially supported by the Microsoft team is Mac OS. So you can now write desktop apps with uh, Xamarin forms, sorry, Maui getting there. And uh, uh, it's it's like with New Year's years numbers, it takes me about three months to get there, but <laughs> I'll, I'll eventually get there. It was kind of weird that on the on the first few episodes of this podcast, you constantly named Gerald differently. Yeah, .NET Gerald. Yeah, but I got there eventually. Huh? Eventually. Eventually. Yeah. No worries, Manny. Time time flies, Peter. Uh, so yeah, so and uh, another thing that they. Uh, historically has always been a bit lacking as the Windows feature parity. So in my opinion, I really like the idea of the Microsoft team saying, hey, look, these are the platforms that we'll be focusing on and we'll be uh, looking that you get a first-class experience if you're targeting those. Because Xamarin Forms today supports all these platforms and even some more. So you can write desktop apps for Linux today, or you can write them for Tizen, so for your big screens. And those platforms, they will still be there. They just will not be maintained by Microsoft. And so the your experience may vary. But if you are a company that wants to write desktop apps, native desktop apps for Linux, you could still use Maui. And you could, like Samsung, they actually, they are the driving force behind the Tizen extensions for Xamarin Forms, you could make that happen. And you could also provide a first-class experience for that Linux platform, which you want Maui to run on. Oh my goodness. I just have to do a shout out to the Tizen team right now. They are so awesome. And Steven knows this uh, because I think they also did like the version for Pancake View, right? So yep. those, I think it's mostly two people um, and they they are just following up on every new major feature that is implemented in Forms. Um, then it, it's in there for a day, and then the Tizen team comes in and they say, hey, we implemented all the bits for Tizen. Here you go. PR, boom, merge, and we have Tizen support. So that's very, very cool. Um, nice work, people. Keep it up. You're awesome. 
Um, so for the other platform support, yes, you're totally right. So, you know, the main focus has been Android and iOS. Um, that has always been clear. UWP should have been a focus. It's it's feels somewhat weird that uh, it's that is the one Microsoft product and the um, support has been lacking behind for a little bit. Let's just be honest. Um, but that's going to change with .NET MAUI. Uh, like you said, Mark, macOS is going to be a first-class citizen as well. So there is going to be a little bit of a priority shift to um, desktop platforms as well. Um, so, and I think that again is is like a little bit of a different um, vision for .NET MAUI uh, as opposed to uh, forms, right? So this is not going to be just something to write apps for mobile devices. Uh, but this is going to be like your go-to framework to write um, cross-platform applications, whether that is desktop or a mobile device. Um, so there, right now, the status is Android, iOS, UWP is supported by uh, Microsoft, like you said. And um, I think all the other platforms basically is supported by the community. So, um, you know, it has the most basic things, but if you need anything besides that, you will have to contribute that yourself. Um, and that's the way it is right now. And that's going to change a little bit for .NET MAUI. So that's that's going to be really cool because especially the macOS um, bits, I think people are pretty, pretty enthusiastic about that. Yeah, I think also with uh, Apple releasing this this Project Catalyst stuff where you can run an iPhone app on a Mac OS yeah. machine. Um, once that comes out, I'm, I'm pretty sure Xamarin or Microsoft will have to uh, support that. So that instantly makes your iPhone app runnable on, on Mac OS. So that, that makes that loop a lot easier to, to perform. Whereas now yeah. making a macOS app out of the box is kind of a struggle with custom customizing um, project files and all that mumbo jumbo. Mm. Yeah, it's not in the templates by default. So you have to uh, you have to add that manually. But so that's kind of a weird situation with the catalyst, right? Or is it was it was it called different? Is it called different now? I don't know. I think it's catalyst. Yeah, they had a different name before, I think. Well, anyway. Mars the pan. Oh, was that it? Oh, anyway, um, so but that's kind of a weird situation because if Microsoft or .NET MAUI or whoever you want to um, call out for this is going to support like that technique, then they probably don't need to have the macOS backend themselves, right? Because then you will have bindings um, in your iOS project that will make it more responsive and you'll get the macOS app basically for free. Um, whereas the .NET MAUI approach will then be a little bit different. So uh, it will it will be nice to see how they're going to solve that or maybe support both and uh, just have you choose yourself. Uh, but yeah, I mean, those are all interesting things uh, that, that we will have to see how that's going to unfold. I, I think they don't even know that themselves at this point in time. Um, so I, I mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, the, the paradigm of forms was everything should look and feel as it should on like the, the platform that you're running on. Um, but I think that's changing a little bit as well. So I already mentioned like Conrad Mueller's um, uh, session on writing um, beautiful drawing, beautiful um, UI designs in your Xamarin Forms app. So there's there's been this movement basically of um, first people that that started to show like, hey, you can actually write beautiful UIs in uh, Xamarin Forms. Stephen is one of them. He did a couple of awesome blog posts on that. And um, 
Javier from the team has a repository where he actually, uh, I think, collects all kinds of um, beautiful UIs and and replicated UIs from Netflix and and um, Runkeeper and Spotify. Um, so, and that's something that you that that they want to make easier, probably as well, because you know when you talk about forms these days, you almost can't get around talking about Flutter. Um, and Flutter takes a completely different approach. You can do the same thing in the end of the day, um, but they take the approach of like drawing everything. So there is not a single native control in there. They draw everything with uh, Skia. And um, so all the controls that you will see on there is, 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 is a drawing uh, from that. Um, which has a advantage that um, everything can look very beautiful. Everything will look the same, exactly the same on iOS and Android. Uh, but it has a downside that you will lose a lot of the um, native functionalities. So they will have to re-implement that as well. Um, I think that's something, Mark, did you hear anything about that? Or, or Stephen, for that matter? Are they going to look into that as well? Um, so, I mean... Usually design is absolutely Stephen's forte, but I'm really excited about this. So take it away, Mark. Thank you. Thank you. I'll do my best and then you can just sort of sweep them away. Uh, so one thing that will be coming with Maui is a, a more consistent design. So they will improve uh, the themes that you already have now in uh, Zarin Forms. They're called Visual. So you got, I think, the material design, and they thought about adding new stuff. Uh, but the approach that they took there is, I think, a bit heavy. And with now all these uh, latest new features that came in Xamarin Forms, we can now build a lot of great uh, custom UI, but still using like native components uh, below it. So we get like the best of both worlds. So we can draw really nice UI. Uh, all in Xamarin Forms, but still have the native rendering uh, below using it. And they will be coming out with um, three, so to speak, themes that you can use. Uh, one is the Cupertino, so that is the iOS look and feel. You'll get the material look and feel, which is from Android, and you'll also get the Fluent UI, which is the uh, theming from Microsoft. So if you've got like uh, an Outlook calendar app installed, you can get a preview or a sneak peek what Fluent is. And if you're running on Windows 10, I'm sure you have seen that the Windows Start menu has changed a bit, and also the calendar app. That's a bit of the Fluent UI theme that you get there. And you will get these all like more or less for free. And I, as, a, as I understood, you can also extend that uh, API. So you could introduce your own theme if you are in a company that really wants to bring in their styling across all platforms. You can also still use the default theme. So that means you will just get whatever is native on out of the box. So if you're running on iOS, you'll get the iOS look, uh, which these days looks a bit bare bones, to be honest. And uh, you will guess on Android, you'll get the Android material look and feel. So Stephen, what have I missed? Not much, actually. I think you did quite a good job, Mark. Thank you, Stephen. For someone who, who claims to have no affiliation with all this stuff. Well, just look at my choice of colors. I mean, then then everything is clear that I really have got <laughs> no no space to be in a design world. Okay, we we may need to do some more work, um, but no other than that, I think it it it's pretty spot on what you said, um, and especially like like Gerald mentioned, like the the app market is slowly veering towards making it look the same on everything, and that is mostly also then a design-driven trend, obviously. So maybe next year there's a new design trend and we all need to adjust again. Um, we're always a bit behind on that, I guess. 
So someone mentioned earlier the the whole single project thing. Has anyone seen anything about that yet? Because I've I've seen in the early Maui days these screenshots where you had like this one big project with all your platforms in there, all your fonts, images, especially images, which is now still quite a mess with all the HDPI, XXHDPI, at 2x, at 3x, you, you name it, you need images for everything. Yeah, yeah. So I think this was mentioned again by uh, David in his session about Dart and Maui uh, on the exam expert day that we mentioned. So I think that is still planned to come, which is pretty awesome. It, it will require a little bit of a different mindset than that you're used to right now, unless you're a, actually a um, someone that uh, has been developing a library for Xamarin Forms, because I think it will be mostly the same approach as, as that, because it, it relies on the multi-targeting, right? So you will have all your files for all platforms um, in, in one single project. So before you would have um, at least three projects, right? So, well, depending on the platforms that you're targeting. So you would have the shared project um, where you would want to have all your code. So because if you if it's in there, then it's, it's shared across the platforms, right? And you would have basically a bootstrap um, project for um, Android and for iOS and for UWP and for macOS. Um, and in there um, would be like the things that you mentioned, Stephen, like the resources. So your images and all kinds of uh, shapes and sizes. And um, I don't know, for iOS, you would have the info P list where you would have like all the metadata for your application. Um, and for Android, you have such a thing as well, et cetera, et cetera. So what they're looking to do is put that all into a single project. Um, and for images, I think you can use that today with forms as well is the um, Resizatizer NT by um, John Dick. Um, and and that, that I haven't used it myself, to be honest, but I think that um, piece of it's, it's somewhere in your build chain, I think. And that will take images. You probably have to provide your images in a certain um, dimension or something, and then it will... Um, yeah, just generate all the right sizes and, and variations for all the platforms that you're targeting automatically. So that is pretty cool. Um, another thing with your fonts, you can just have that. Uh, and that's also something that's available right now. So the embedded fonts in, in forms, you can just put your font file in the shared project and it will work across all the different platforms. Um, so I, I think the only thing remains today with forms is the thing I mentioned with your um, app um, metadata, basically. So the info P list, your Android properties file, uh, where you specify the permissions that your app needs to have and uh, what your app is supposed to be called and the version numbers, that kind of thing. Um, so, but the, the the future vision for .NET MAUI is to have that all in a single project um, and you just specify like, hey, I want to run this project now on iOS. And then it knows all the bits needed for iOS. Um, and then you switch it to Android and it will just run on Android. So that's going to be pretty amazing if they can pull that off. Yeah, I must say I was so thrilled when I saw that. I mean, just currently I'm setting up a new project and dealing with the images. It just, yeah, it sometimes, wow, it just, whew, yeah, uh, flashbacks. Sorry. We broke Mark. We broke Mark. 
Yeah. Yeah, you broke me. No, but I mean, it's just like it's it's such a it's such a long time that you just waste on pulling in images and resizing them by hand. And uh, I might have give I might should have given the resynthesizer NT. Sorry for not getting that name properly, but everybody now knows by now that I have a thing with names. And uh, yeah, I might have given that one a try. But yeah, that was my understanding that that you will base the maui image handling on that nuget package so if you want to get a sneak peek today you could choose it now and i mean having all your fonts in one place that's been really great uh i've been using that and yeah i'm having one project structure it just looks so much cleaner i mean i've only seen it on screenshots uh but i think it's it's just like another thing like all the hotness that has been sprinkled over xarin forms in the past couple of years uh the hot reload and the hot restart um this is just another awesome addition in, in the tool set which i'm looking forward to another thing that uh, i just wanted to mention i just uh, had another thought uh, when we were talking about ui is uh, there are actually two more improvements that are coming and i think they're actually quite great uh, one is the tab view so i don't know if you two ever had to try to make a custom tab view like a custom font or having something a bit bigger in the tab view and stuff like that you just broke me <laughs> Yeah, so Stephen, why is that such a pain right now? Well, because the out-of-the-box tabs allow for hardly any customization um, on both iOS and Android, for example. It's just quite a tedious job to get them to play along. And designers come up with all sorts of creative ideas, like big buttons in the middle um, or maybe on the left or right. It, it varies. Crazy talk. Crazy, Crazy stuff. Yeah. Just don't use basic tabs. That's the instruction all designers get in like their first class at school, I guess. So yeah, they, they're notoriously bad to, to personalize. So what most people resorted to is just, okay, I'll roll my own tabs then. Um, so there's multiple NuGet packages out there that do that. Uh, I think Jean-Marie has one and, and there's probably more. But yeah, that that is pretty much the reason why they're also doing that same approach basically from a Xamarin standpoint um, with that tab view that you were mentioning. Yeah, and did you see that you now can place a GIF in an app bar? You know, did you see that little demo GIF sneak peek that he had in the slide, David? I mean, that, that was so cool. It's with, with, the, the, with the stars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That one. Javier created that one, yeah. So the, mm. the, again, the, this comes down to like the, the path forms went down, right? So um notoriously the tab and the uh the, the tab view and the app bar like the top bar are very hard to customize and because forms just shows everything how it's supposed to be natively um that's all you get so yeah more and more people just started to um like steven said roll their own and and compose their own things of um actual um forms components right so you would just draw your own um, and there you, you, I mean, it all comes together. It all, it all, it's, it all comes full circle. Um, because whenever you start doing that forms was not designed to do that. So then you start to, to run into like the, the performance issues that you might be seeing today. Um, so, and that's all things that that's going to be taken into account right now. Uh, so that's really cool. And the app bar, the tab view, I think this this whole movement comes together with like uh, control templates. Um, Javier, we're going to have a lot of links in the show notes uh, this time, but Javier has another repository where he creates all these kinds of awesome controls with the control templates. That basically follows like the, um, the thing that, is it 
maybe uh, WPF started that. So basically you can have anything in a control, right? So everything is templatable and everything can contain everything basically. And I think that's where this is going um, more and more as well. So uh, that will be pretty flexible and you can do amazing stuff with it. And um, as of .NET MAUI, uh, that will be taken into account and it will be very performant too. So that will be pretty cool. Mm, I like performance. Another thing that I've heard is these things, uh, The with these things, I mean the app bar and the tab bar, tab view, they will not only be available in Maui, but they should also be backported into the Xamarin Community Toolkit, which we made a full episode already on. So be sure to check that out after this one. Uh, yeah, is that true? Uh, so yeah, well, it, it's it's not true until the PR is there, right? But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's <laughs> there's there's plans to to do that. Yeah, there's lots of awesomeness coming to the uh, Xamarin Community Toolkit, and uh, those should be um, um, two of them, uh, absolutely. So. Um, again, we created a full episode on that, but yeah, because uh, Xamarin Forms 5 is going to be the last version, there's not going to be any major uh, major feature development. So those kinds of things to, to not make you wait um, one year for .NET MAUI, um, those will be brought into the Xamarin Community Toolkit for you to enjoy right now. Um, and that also helps basically the development of .NET MAUI because everything that we can learn from these controls in that year, uh, year and a half, all those things can be incorporated into .NET MAUI to make it better um, from the get-go. So definitely. So Stephen, when can we expect to play around with this awesome new .NET MAUI thingy? Well, the, the code is up on GitHub, Mark. If you really want to play around with it, download the code, look what it's at, where it's at. Um, but as far as I know, it's going to get released with .NET 6. So that's somewhere in November next year. Um, like we already mentioned throughout the episode, uh, they have about a year of work left to do on it. Um, so that's about the the window for that. And I think some some earlier releases will be coming somewhere in the first quarter of next year. Obviously, depending on how all this Corona mumbo jumbo keeps us all busy, um, I would suppose. Yeah, absolutely. So there's going to be preview versions of .NET 6, right? Just as they are released for .NET 5 now. Um, so yeah, it all kind of depends on how they progress. Um, I think originally uh, .NET MAUI was also planned for .NET 5. Um, but yeah, with all the COVID things, just mixing everything up, um, priorities have shifted. Um, um, the capacity has dropped probably. Um, so, you know, it, it, there's there's not much um, saying right now in, in when things will happen, but um, there's actively being worked on. So I'm, I'm, I'm confident that it will, it will see some first previews um, at the beginning of next year. Um, so a couple of quick things that we didn't really touch upon um, is I've mentioned that nothing is going away in terms of XAML and MPVM. Um, in fact, it's going to be like more extensible. So there's going to be also uh, things like MVU, which is basically another MVVM um, pattern. Um, I'm not saying that right. It's not another MVVM pattern, but it's another design pattern that you can can also use. Um, so if you've been following James Clancy for longer, you might know the Comet initiative. There's also a repository for that. Um, so it will be possible to develop other kinds of things as well. So you're not just stuck with 
um, MVVN and, and XAML anymore. So who knows what kind of other um, uh, design patterns that might um, emerge from there as well. Um, and the other thing, I think Mark already touched upon that a little bit, like there will be transition paths, right? So um, if you have existing Xamarin Forms apps today, there will be a tool to try convert your app. That means like it will try to convert it um, and you will probably have to maybe do some manual work. Um, if it's a simple app, the conversion will be done, but um, you know it's just renaming namespaces mostly. Um, but if you have a more complex app, like most of us probably will, you will have to do some manual work, uh, just to be expected, I think. But yeah, they're looking into making that as uh, easy as possible for you that to transition, of course, because you know they want you to succeed. So um, they they want to do everything to secure that as well. Yeah, and I think uh, all that is left to say is if we did not manage to name at least one thing that made you bounce off the wall, full of excitement and joy. We apologize. We probably have failed you then. So another thing that you can go is maybe watch then David Ortino's video, which we'll put a link in the show notes, as we already mentioned before. And uh, yeah, be sure to stick around uh, in November for the .NET Conf, which will be from the 10th to the 12th of November. I'm sure there will be some more news coming there about .NET Maui. And is there anything other left to be said, Stephen? I really don't think so. That pretty much wraps it up, I think, to be honest. So... If you have any questions or things that we missed or other stuff that we should actually have talked about, hit us up on Twitter. We Maybe we can squeeze it in in the next episode somewhere along the way when Maui is more mature. We've been your hosts, Stephen Davison, Mark Alibone, and Jaros Sluis. And a Twitter handle that Stephen just forgot is nullpointers.io. Teamwork. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. And until next week on Nullpointers. Pointers.